drink during the morning sessions, do Coffee. They? Coffee, Coffee drink. juice. Coffee, juice, <laughs> Mimosas. Tea. It's all possible. Yes. <laughs> so uh, we, we, we were talking, but no one was hearing. So Dave Boutet and Christy Lynn Davis are here with a brand new CD, Seven Stars Around the Moon, which we're going to stick on the camera. Thank you. And we're going to chat about that, and we're going to chat a little about uh, some history with Dave and Christy. But I think uh, getting them to sing a little something first is, is what we were we were going to do. And, uh, oh, right. this, this was a surprise a minute ago, mm -hmm. and now it's like a delight. A second, a second <laughs> oh, time like, around. Great. I'm so glad. Oh, oh yeah. I got to do this. All we're right. going to take Ooh. our masks off to All sing. Right. John Bomarito. We're here with John Bomarito. John Bamarito, we're here with John Bamarito. Ah, John Bamarito, we're here with John Bamarito. John Bamarito, we're here with John Bamarito. You can't see me. I'm smiling because of the mask. But thank you for that. That was really sweet. That familiar melody with some unfamiliar lyrics. <laughs> it just came to us one night. We must do this song with we John Bomarito's name. Exactly. That's funny. I mean, it, in high, I'm sorry, in elementary school, you were old enough to remember "Welcome Back, Cotter." You're my age. You're oh yeah. And bar 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 barbarino was yes. saying, and of course, the, the cruel oh, yeah. elementary kids would change that to Bomarito. Oh, now uh, you as, could take, use that. I, I would totally use I that. Could, now. I could. I could. I'd need somebody to do it for me. <laughs> we'll work on that for next mm -hmm. time. Okay, cool. Next time when there's another CD to talk about. But a new CD is out, and I wanted to go back a little bit farther than the new CD and talk about uh, the time that you guys met, which was a really long time ago now. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. Yeah, how long ago? 50, 40, over 40 years ago. Woo. Yeah. Yes, we were in middle school. Yeah, Christy's. Uh, Christy's school junior high i think closed and all the kids from her junior high came to my junior high mm -hmm. so in eighth grade we had all these kids come in and one of them was you know who like this. <laughs> this pretty little thing over here yeah. which school did you guys go, go to what school was that stout junior high in dearborn michigan yeah right across from the ford test track oh there you go and so you've known each other a long time but your paths weren't uh, always aligned like they are now there was a, a time where you weren't married to each other yes uh, a lot of years we weren't married to each other we did go to a dance though in ninth grade we went to a dance together mm -hmm. we have photographic evidence of that didn't you put that on facebook recently that we did yes. dave looked like chachi from happy days yes then. speaking of old television shows like we just <laughs> were <laughs> well that's because you both took different paths i imagine and, and uh dave's path i, I knew a little before christy's path because i didn't meet you christy until uh, you guys got married but dave mm -hmm. I, I knew about your your time with the Junk Monkeys in the 80s and 90s. I was selling records at a record store but way back then, and you were the band's guitarist. Yes. And yes. So uh, uh, it was a wild, it was definitely a wild ride. And, uh, you know, 10 years after we graduated from high school, there was the 10-year reunion, of course, and that's when we saw each other again. And, uh, and I, was in, I was in the throes. I was in the thickest part of being in a rock band. We were signed. We were touring and making records and uh you know living the lifestyle and then and then uh christy shows up at the 10-year reunion and uh what were you doing then and i was touring the world with the playboys girls of rock and roll no way so we were both doing crazy things that normal people don't do 
<laughs> and like Tony and Maria and West Side Story, your eyes met. No, <laughs> no we were still just friends. We're just oh. pals, but we we ended up talking for like an hour. It was a great, it was a great, it was a great reunion. You know, from my perspective, it was awesome. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> call that a win. Yeah, I mean, but then the reunion was over, and then and then like, uh, and then we both take off again. And and then I, I don't think we saw each other until you moved back to Southeast Michigan. No, probably not. Till yeah. But fate yeah. had its way and you guys are together and you're making beautiful music together and sharing a home and sharing love and, and all that. And, uh, and uh, our, your music is, is why we're here today. But uh, let's let's stay in the past for just a bit. Dave. <laughs> okay. Just just for fun. <laughs> Certainly. John. Just because we can. I mean, yeah. we can. Uh, Junk Monkeys yes. had some success. Obviously, they were, you were on the same label as the Goo Goo Dolls, Slayer, mm -hmm. Kings X, Gore, and a bunch of other bands that have nothing to do with what you sound like now. Uh, I mean, right, exactly. Even the Junk Monkeys didn't sound like most of those bands. No, we were on a label. Uh, we kind of got shoved onto a label called Metal Blade, mm -hmm. um, and uh, and they really didn't know what to do with us. And they had us and and the and the Goo Goo Dolls like they just. Somehow we were kind of wrapped up in sort of a package deal, and they and we ended up on with on Metal Blade from where we were before. And you know how mergers and acquisitions go—you can't sure. be in control of everything. And uh, and re they they really didn't know what to do with us. And so we were getting our album reviewed in like magazines like Kerrang yes. and things like that. <laughs> and they were not probably very favorable. No, reviews. no, they were like, "What is this?" Were like, because we were like bubblegum pop compared to like what Slayer, what yes. they were used to. Yeah. Um, but uh, but the the people in charge of the label they were really they really believed in us they just they loved us and and they would come to our shows and even if we didn't go on until you know three o'clock on a Monday morning they were still there in the front row like the the record company people so nice their hearts were in the right place but but you know the, it was just uh it, it wasn't a match made in heaven oh. <laughs> I, I forget which of the three records it was but i was just kind of browsing on on amazon to see you know what was still available to purchase and uh i think it was not five star fling the one before that was going for like 25 dollars used I'm like really wow interesting. Yes. somebody's gonna get that 25 dollars <laughs> well if you have any copies lying around maybe it's time to, to list them but uh <laughs> do, you, do you have a record player at home at uh, I have a turntable. You know. Well, we can get you an actual record if you want. Yeah. Oh. We will get you vinyl. We can get you vinyl. Get that lined up in your garage or something. Yeah. Just waiting for a home for that. <laughs> well, that's something we could do another time. But All right. uh, you eventually, I mean, the band probably just dissolved. I don't even know. I don't remember. Uh, I, you know, I, I kind of, um, I was turning 30 and I had three part-time jobs and I was in a band that that we couldn't find management and we couldn't find a booking agent and and. Uh, so I was like watching everybody else around me kind of progress, and and I was I don't know, uh, so I you were growing up. I just jumped I jumped ship I jumped ship and I I moved to Washtenaw County, and I went back to school, and then um, this the funny thing this uh, you know the freight house in Ypsilanti right here in Ypsilanti mm -hmm. just like you know whatever like hop skip and a jump hop skip and a jump from here, um, freight house at a uh, a farmer's market on Wednesdays and the guy that was doing the music there on Wednesdays just quit and I was walking through Depot Town and somebody said hey, you play music right and I was like yeah like do you want to do this Wednesday thing at the farmer's market and I said sure of course I do I didn't have any <laughs> classes on Wednesday morning. of course yeah and at that time I could actually only like sing and play three songs because <laughs> i wasn't the singer in the band right all i did is just 
yell into a microphone or whatever. So, yeah. So, um, so I started in these these Wednesdays with my three songs, and then it turned into five songs. And, and the people there were really really patient with me. And then by the time a year was up, I could do like a like a two hour set wow. pretty well. And this is how the solo career started. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And how long until the first solo album came out? Was that 2010? I think your first. No, 2001. Sorry, 2001. Uh, yeah. So that would have been like five five years. Five years of kind of honing your skills at a. I tell you what, that first one took a forever to make, and there was like I didn't know how to do it. I didn't have any partners with me. I wasn't, you know, and and it took forever. But ever since Christie's been on board, the the time that it takes to make a record, the quality is going up, and the time to make it is shrinking. Ooh. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like every job that you've had, you get better at it, and it goes quicker. And or you, you just get an efficiency expert. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got to keep it moving, Dave. Keep it moving. Exactly. Well, <laughs> but before we have you do a song, we'll get into Christie's uh, little backstory as well. So Christie, while he was launching this solo career, you were dancing your heart out still. At yeah. this point, you weren't done dancing, I think, in, in his 2001. You were still doing that. I retired. Yeah, I think I officially retired in 2002. But yeah, basically kind of quit around 2001. Close to it. A dancing yes. career that including included being a rock cat. We mentioned mm -hmm. the Playboy Girls of Rock and Roll when you were mm -hmm. talking about that. And you yeah. worked in an office. I remember reading this in the book. You were you, you didn't recognize Sammy Hagar when you came to the office. It was Warner Chapel, I think you were working yes, for. Yes, yes. I was um, trying to earn extra money, you know, so I was being a, a, temper, a temp, right? And um, all these phones were ringing off the hook, and I didn't know how to push all the buttons and not cut people off and all that. And I was getting really flustered. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was waiting in the waiting room, and I kept having to ask him, "Who did? What did you say your name was again? What did you say your name was again? What did you say your name was again?" I'm the Red Rocker. And I'm Sammy freaking Hagar. He just—he was so kind. He just laughed, which was good. It was very embarrassing when I found out who it was. That is kind of funny. It makes me want to ask which of you has met the most famous person, though, because, I mean, Dave, you did some pretty cool touring, I'm sure, back in the day, and obviously Sammy's a pretty big deal. So mm -hmm. if you were saying biggest star I've had any contact with. Oh, um, I think you win. You win with Sammy? I think she wins with... Uh, Hugh Hefner? No, well, she was in Jerry Maguire. <laughs> oh, that's right. So I, I, Well, I did perform for uh, President Bill Clinton. Ooh, but did you meet him? And his wife, Hillary. No, I did not meet him. I met Liza Minnelli. Ooh. She actually personally talked to uh, our group of performers. So, so that's a Liza good... and Sammy Hagar. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And Cuba Gooding Jr. Yes. Yeah. 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 He actually personally talked to me. Nice. And who, Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Yes. He, who wouldn't really? I. <laughs> Dave, Dave, when you were in, in the Junk Monkeys, was there a big like you know opened up for X kind of thing that would be a brag? Uh, we. We opened up for the Ramones Ooh. at a place uh, uh, on Gratiot back in the day. Some folks might remember a, a club called Trax, T-R-A-X-X. -X. Yeah. Um, we were set to open. The Ramones were in town for a Friday and a Saturday night, and we were the Friday night opening act. And then uh, they liked us enough that they actually got rid of the Saturday night opening <laughs> act and had us come back for a second night. But um, that was so weird. Like... Being on stage, like with all their gear, like crowding you and stuff, and we had to shove all our gear in front of theirs, and then you just look off to the right, and the all like the Ramones are all there, leaning up against the wall, just watching you play. Like <laughs> that's not uncomfortable at no, all. No, 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 oh my gosh, it was like I like you know I I I choked there for a moment, just looking <laughs> over there. Oh wow, look at that. Oh geez. So, 
Well, now we jump to the present where we we don't quite know how the sound evolves from what you were doing with the Junk Monkeys and when you were dancing to Seven Stars Around the Moon, your first full-length album. Easiest Pie was kind of an EP, a little teaser to get you guys going. And uh, this is a really enjoyable record. And I don't know how many... We didn't actually discuss how long we're going to talk, how many songs you're going to play, but how about a song now? Sounds good. What one are we going to do? I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to sit here. Uh, we could do a song called Gravity. Me... Sure, Dave. We could do Gravity. All right. All right. With my mask hanging here. Yes. Yeah. So, John. Dave. I About a year and a half ago, I joined a songwriters group. Mm-hmm. We're at the, at the, it's an online songwriters group, and at the, the first of every month, you get a one to three word prompt to base your song on. And then by the end of the month, you have to, you have to present the song uh, in video form on, your, on our Facebook page, and then also print out all the lyrics and put the lyrics in part of your post. And this was my very first month being in this. This song came from my, the, my very first month being in this songwriters group. Nice. And the prompt was the word gravity. And um, I just had this feeling that gravity was going to hit a lot of songwriters in a very kind of like, like a burlap bag full of mud and uh and uh i wanted to go i wanted to go the opposite direction because that's what i do a lot <laughs> okay all right it goes like this uh also many thanks to the good folks andy baker and uh, j oscar uh oscar bittinger and dan bracken all you guys out there thank you very much for being a part of this songwriter group <laughs> Day off, take my hand and we can take off. And when they say you can't be up there, we're telling you can join us if you dare. Yeah, bring on the bliss. It's times like this we need a kick in the pants and a big wet kiss. And all that sinking from all that thinking just flies away. You light on your feet. Hitching your dreams to the rumble beat While the neighbors are singing to the church bells Ringing a cabaret Yeah, gravity, ah, give it a rest Put your mind at ease and your wings to the test And when they say you can't be up there We're telling you can join us if you dare With a cowboy song when your work is hard and your days are long And your thoughts keep drifting and your heart needs lifting to a higher place We'll call it the crew, but just me and you We'll find a spot on the map with a pretty good view And we'll start dreaming and we'll start scheming a holiday Take my hand and we 
can take off And when they say you can't be up there We're telling you can join ourselves Yeah, you can join ourselves Yeah, you can join ourselves You dare Dave Boutet and Christy Lynn Davis, Gravity, which you can find on the new album, Seven Stars Around the Moon. And uh, thanks for doing that one, guys. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Oh, our pleasure. My favorite lyric that includes gravity that came to mind is one from uh, Billy Bragg. The laws of gravity are very, very strict, but you're just bending them for your own benefit. One of, my, <laughs> one of my favorites. Good stuff there. So let's back up a little bit again, because, Christy, I meant to ask you about, uh, well, I mean, you let me kind of host your book <laughs> launch for Long Legs and Tall Tales, the showgirls, Wacky Sexy Journey to the Playboy Mansion and the Radio City Rockettes. But I don't remember if you ever talked about singing in the book because where, where did singing come into your into your uh, portfolio, I guess we'll call right. it. Right. Well, we did have to sing at our audition for the Rockettes. Okay. And we did sing a little bit in the show, but uh, I was in a lot of musicals, so... I sang a lot in musicals. And in the Playboy show, we sang pop songs, too. So, yeah. It's always been part of what you did. The dancing yes. was primary, but the, the singing was part of it as well. Yes, exactly. Oh, and I sang on a cruise ship. I was a singer, one of six singer-dancers on a cruise ship as well for about six months. <laughs> it's been a while since I've read the book, so yeah, I forgot yeah. I forgot about that, too. I remember the cruise ship stories. I forgot, too. <laughs> and your mom just found a record that you made. What? Oh, well, not personally, <laughs> but if you are familiar with Interlochen, yes. uh, Arts Academy or whatever, I went during the summer and um, we rec- for vocal music, and we recorded a, an album. But it was the whole choir, but it was pretty incredible. Wow. You know, choral music. So I grew up singing in the choir at church, singing in the choir at school, and just love have loved music and love harmonies, singing harmonies. Making original music more fun than uh, doing musicals? Or oh, they're both so much fun. But I, I love the, yeah, I love the creative aspect with Dave because we're really starting from scratch mm-hmm. and just, you know, building our own thing. So it's really fun. I'm John Bomarito. We are in the Grove Studios. It's a Grove Sessions takeover with Dave Boutet and Christine Lynn Davis talking about the new record. Dave, there was a, definitely a drastic change in sound when you changed from Junk Monkeys member to solo stuff. Was there an aha moment, like a, a particular artist that made you gravitate towards what you're doing now? And that's kind of what you've been doing the whole time, this sort of singer-songwriter. Yeah, um, well, was, I would say, you know, in the last maybe three years of the band, um, I was on. You know, I was at my house, and I had an acoustic guitar, and and I was strumming and singing, and you know, um, I had, uh, I had a, a record like uh, it was like a, a folkways record where they got all these contemporary artists to do old folkways songs. Okay. So they had like, oh well, they had like Little Richard doing Rock Island Line, and uh, they you know just all this myriad of artists that I really liked mm. doing songs that reach back into the the folkways catalog. And that kind of g- turned me on, uh, and then, um, and then there was it, what I noticed was like artists that I really liked were covering songs, like like Willie Nelson doing a Woody Guthrie song or something like that. Like I just kept, and so that was like a little pathway 
that led me down to like, like to Bob Dylan and to Lead Belly and to and to Woody Guthrie and 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 just seeing, you know, what were what's at the head of this trail? Like, what's at the at, at, at what started all this stuff? Yeah. You know. That, that, what's what led you to the folk music? That's a, that's a pretty good path to get there. I think, yeah, and I think it's pretty authentic, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I like, I like to do things that are, that are honest and truthful. And, you know, um, you know, I, 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 I would never want us to be considered like, you know, like reenactors or something like that. No. <laughs> I would like us to, you know, be considered. You know, people that are creating new things and and building, building and advancing a genre rather than just paying homage to something that happened seventy years ago. Or something. No, but you're carrying the torch in your own way. You're innovating it your yeah. own way, doing it your own way. Well, as a rock fan, what yeah. was what was it that drew you to playing rock guitar? Was it somebody like uh, Eddie Van Halen who we just lost? Any? Um, well, you know, he which was day a, was very sad. I'm yeah. sad. That was a sad. Yeah, one. that yeah. one, like you know, we you know. There's, there's, we've had, we've lost a lot of folks in the music industry in the last like three or four years, yeah. but that was the one that actually like, like it, it like hit me, like mm. it hit me in the gut, and and I was like, whoa, because uh, he, he was a big deal to me and my friends on our block when I was growing up. He was like, it was like a big, big deal. You know, we wanted to play with like him, we wanted to have guitars like him, we wanted to look like him. You know, you know, we looked at pictures and we listened to the records, whatever. But um, Christy will tell you that I have I have shared with her, and she is she has acted upon that my my aha moment, my 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 Beatles on Ed Sullivan moment was uh, when I was I must have been like twelve or something. There was that show with Hugh Downs, twenty twenty, oh, yeah. and Hugh Downs did a segment on this up and coming rock and roll sensation, Bruce Springsteen. And they showed this clip, and you can find it on YouTube, of Bruce Springsteen. I think he's in, like, Tempe, Arizona, or Scottsdale, Arizona. And and it's 1977, and he's doing... Uh, and the camera is, like, right there in the front row, and he's doing uh, Rosalita. Mm. And that's what Hugh Downs played to introduce the segment. Wow. And I was like, that's... That's, that's it. Beatles Sorry, mom, mom and dad, the, but holy <laughs> smokes, that's what's got to happen. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Well, maybe you need to do a Nebraska album then. Uh, maybe that's maybe that's your thing. I don't know. That I I could, but I you know it's already been done. I get a little. Well, Christy will tell you my tempo is kind of race, and I like to I like to bob my head a lot. I still got the I might I might play acoustic music, but I approach it a, a li- with the heart of them rock and roll guitar player i think and i, and I appreciate that yeah and i still do get excited when he pulls out the electric guitar it's Ooh. fun yeah i think there was a video i stumbled into where you were playing electric guitar just recently oh well they're out there yeah but the wonderful thing that christy did for my birthday one year is is bruce springsteen was coming to the <laughs> bruce springsteen was coming to the palace yeah right and she she contacted somebody. I don't know who you contacted, but just to make sure that Rosalita was in the set list. <laughs> they, no, they advertised that, and that's why I for sure had to get the ticket. Oh, okay. Nice. Right. Well, it's a good story. I didn't know Bruce was a big uh, big part of the story for you. I, I guess I never asked that in previous interviews we've done before. Well, you know, you look at what he does. You know, he's, yeah. he's, he's very lyric-focused. Yeah. He's very um, connection-with-the-audience-focused. Yeah. He can do everything from an acoustic ballad to like a full-on R&B throwdown, and and you, 
who wouldn't aspire to do all that? Like, no, you know? that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> I love all that stuff. Yeah, new album's called Seven Stars Around the Moon. We're sticking on the camera again here, and uh, I'd say <clears throat> I had to, I don't know how to describe your sound to anybody, but it's pretty distinctly Michigan sounding to me. When I hear your music, it's it feels like the Michigan music scene in the right way. Oh, thanks. And that, I mean, that's a compliment because I really enjoy the Michigan music scene being, you know, one of the members who enjoys listening to it. <laughs> um, tell me who you worked with on this record because I know it's a, a great cast again, but, um, you know, I already know. Maybe others don't. Mm -hmm. Oh, Christy, you tell. Well, we worked with Jason Denny of Thunderwood. Yeah. Some beautiful mandolin and electric guitar. Yeah, one of the best uh, string players in town for oh, sure. Oh, Guitar yeah. or mando for sure. Oh, we have uh, uh, John Sprendy. Like yeah. all-purpose bass player of Washtenaw County. Uh, plays with the Flying Latini Brothers. Plays with uh, Judy Banker. Um, and others, too. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen him play with other people. And, uh, we picked another fella out of the Flying Latini Brothers, Neil Donato, mm -hmm. their, their keyboard player. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ross Huff from the Mac Pods. Nice. And Cornette. Uh, yeah, and Cornette. Um, Andy Felisco from the Y-Town Hoolies. And also, he's also the, the, he's also he plays accordion in the White Town Hoolies, and he plays guitar in a band that used to be called the Third Coast Kings, and now they're called Shake Steady. They were great. I, I've, yeah. I have not seen the new band, but Third Coast Kings always impressed me every time I saw them at like Top mm. of the Park or something like that. They're still ferocious. Yeah. They're still amazing. Uh, Rod Caps uh, played viola for us. Nice. Uh, Brian Williams from mm -hmm. Cold, Cold Tone Harvest, Harvest. Yes. Uh, was a just was a joy to work with. He's Brian, a, you're a, a joy to work great, with. We love you, Brian. Yeah. Oh, yes. Brian's a great guy. He's, he is a great guy. And I love the sound of Cold Tone Harvest, so we got a little bit of that on the record from Brian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. How did, about another song? Oh, what were we going to say? Sorry. Did we miss anybody? John has we could the look. Sheets. John has the cheat <laughs> um, sheet. Oh, I debuted um, my first time ever playing Glockenspiel. Nice. I would like to mention that. <laughs> yes, I do see that in the credits there. Yes, that was funny. <laughs> How about another song from the record? What oh, would you like to do? All right. Uh, this is, this is. Uh, we just found out this is uh, Annie Cap's current favorite song. Okay. Oh yes, and it's called surprise. Uh, it's called, I'm taking a drink of water, David. All right. This is the song that. Um, this is the song that Ross Huff played on. Nice. Uh, and it's called uh, Tag Along. And it's a song that I had written maybe eight or nine years ago. Um, you're familiar with Johnny Williams, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I, I wrote it uh, I, I wrote it in his schoolhouse up north. Mm. Uh, and uh, and then I kind of, I, I tried a, a recording of it. And I actually got Claudia Schmidt to, to sing on this recording. Mm. And, but just it just didn't. I didn't have it all put together. I didn't have it right yet. And then Christy found the song, and now it is just, it's its for real. It's got a new life. <laughs> all right, Dave Patek and Christy Lynn Davis on the Grove Sessions. All right, here we go. Mm -hmm. Shoes. And the homesick blues blew away. 
just like that. Now if we rise or fall, it don't matter much at all. Love will lead us to where we belong. While we wander around with a knee to the ground, things go better when you let her tag along. from Dave Boutet and Christy Lynn Davis, perfect example of Michigan modern folk singer-songwriter stuff. I mean, that's 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 what the is scene sounds really? like. I mean, it is. That's what that's what I when I imagine the scene. That's it's 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 got that you know, fun jangly thing going on. Love oh my! It. All right, good. Glad we can be authentic. Happy wait, to be authentic. Wait, <laughs> you certainly are, and that's that's why you're here today. Something I think about as I was listening to uh, the the lyrics on the record. Um, a lot of a lot of. References to the Great Lakes state, which is not mm-hmm. unusual for you. Do you ever worry about that being kind of a limiting factor for growth beyond the state? Does that ever bother you that people in California wouldn't care about the Great Lakes state? Which uh, is sad. Why? You know, I, I'll, I'm going to uh, do a little. If I had a cap on, I'm going to tip my tip my hat to uh, Tim and Jamie Monger okay. of the uh, Great Lakes Myth Society, yeah. who taught me that it's okay to sing about our state and our place. Um, so often when somebody has one of these things, um, they feel like, oh, I have to sing about Kentucky or I have to sing about Arkansas or I have to sing about New Orleans or something or Memphis or something like that. And um, granted, all those places have fabulous culture, 
great history. Lots of stuff went down there, but plenty of then plenty of stuff happened here. Like there's enough stuff that happened in Michigan and in, throughout the Great Lakes area to warrant being uh, worthy of song. And uh, Tim and Jamie Monger taught me that, and and I just I I got that ball and I just I just ran with it. And <laughs> and and um, you know. I may I may sing a song once in a while that mentions like Texas or mentions Memphis or Nashville or something like that, but you know I might just do it out, out of just because I feel like it. But um, when I create things, you know I'm not going to pretend that I'm from someplace else. Uh, I I when I create things and I need to express things, I'm going to express things that that are that are rooted in this in this area. You know, um, and I, and I think, I think we have enough stuff here that warrants it. We Absolutely. have enough history, we have enough strife, drama, joy, pain, craziness, um, genius. We got all that stuff right here that we don't have to pretend that we're from someplace else. Lots of artists not from Michigan mention Michigan. You've got, you know, I got a gal in Kalamazoo from Glen <laughs> yeah. Miller. Took me four days to hitchhike to Saginaw in the middle of a, a song by Simon and Garfunkel yeah, or right. Detroit Rock City. Kiss wasn't from Detroit. I mean, come on. So <laughs> clearly it's okay to write about Michigan. And, and I mean, you, you've got personal attachments to it. So yeah. Now, when we play in Ohio, we don't always sing the Michigan oh, songs. Well, that makes sense. They don't like us. We don't like them. Is that right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with them. They're just uh, from Ohio. Well, it's not their fault. You don't want to bring a rack of ribs to a vegan party, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, it just, it just, uh, you know, assess where you are and act appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> Does Christy help with the lyrics? Or are you the, the primary and only lyricist for the, the duo? Uh, Christy will help with, uh, <laughs> Things that don't work. Oh, yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> that means if he says brown pear and it should be green pear, I'll say it should be the green pear if he has choices. Oh, yeah. Or just a couple of like tiny tweaks, but really, no, it's all Dave. Okay. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. You know, if, if there's if there's a lyric that where the meaning isn't clear, you know, you know, Christy will will indicate. I don't know what you're talking about. I've got one. It's not clear to me. I've actually got it in my notes. You're off my mind. What does it mean? Bring me the girl with the mandolin on her breath. Is, am I hearing yeah, that right? Breath? Yeah. Mandolin on her breath. Please well, if explain. You, if you, it's poetic. I know, but I don't understand. Well, if you listen to the first verse, yeah. this is a, uh, you know, a songwriter trick of what they call tying it all together. Yes. And um, the first verse says, uh, bring me a girl with a voice like a mandolin. Oh. So at the end, oh. bring her with the girl with the mandolin on her breath. Oh, yes. See, I, exactly. I failed to make the connection. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I needed your help, though. I should have put something in the middle of the song, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoy the lyric from Sing the Song with Me, Make Your Heaven Where You Stand. That's that's a really nice lyric. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's another that's another thing of, of saying, like, you know, you don't have to pretend. I mean, you don't have to pretend you're from someplace else. Even like when you're when you're heroes, like a lot of people want to em emulate their heroes. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in the emulation of their heroes, they will try to uh, adopt the place where their hero is from. And I say you don't you don't have to do that. Like just your hero wouldn't do that, so you don't have to do that. Like just just fess up and say where you're from. <laughs> well said again. <laughs> 
Now this one, the next one I'm going to mention, I think you actually did in the studios with me when I was still on the radio. Grace, dignity, and honesty. Those are those are like the words I think that you'd like to leave behind for your kids to see when you're gone, perhaps on your tombstone. I mean, I, where, did, oh. where, where did that one come from for you? That, that's a, that's a good one. Um, the whole concept of writing about that. And there was that's there's actually a story that came from the broadcast that I did oh. with you, um, because I did that song on your show. Yeah. And two months later, our friend Jeff was saying. Um, Oh, you're doing a show tomorrow night? And I said, yeah. And he goes, you're going to do that political song of yours? And I'm like, I don't have a political song. <laughs> what? And he said, yeah, you played it on John Bomarito's show a couple months ago. And I was like, scratching my head. And I was like, I don't, I don't have any political song. And then it, it turned out that in this day and age, a song called Grace, Dignity, and Honesty comes off as a political song. <laughs> what? When honestly, certainly it can apply to politics. But it, when I wrote it, it was to apply to just... Everybody being like, a good human. Ex yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you know, in, you know, being applying those applying those principles in in your friendships and your relationships and your in your in your work environment and you know you know you know and in your politics too. Why not? <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. Well, that would be nice on your tombstone though. Dave Boutet lived with grace, dignity, and honesty. Uh, I'd the, like to, wouldn't I mean those would be good yeah. words to be remembered by? No, I gotta very, live up very to good it. words. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I have to live up to my name translating into good husband, and that's a lot of pressure. Bomarito Italian interpretation in English is good oh, husband. That's, that's a lot. Wow. Of, oh, no, that's not amazing. wow. That's scary. Your wife is so lucky. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. <laughs> you want to get her on the phone? Uh, <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> One other lyric, the whole oh, oh Thornetta story. I mean, oh. the, Thornetta Davis is a treasure, and she needs to hear that song if she hasn't. And I, I, that's, that's a great story. Is that a real story? Or it's yeah, it's a true. Uh, like I, I preface the song usually by saying it's a true story because it is. It is. It's the, it's the story of the Thomas cousins, Tony and Scott Thomas, you know, uh, making a trip across northern Michigan to go see her play in Traverse City. She was playing at the, the Union Street one night yeah. it was probably 20 years ago at this time but uh she was playing at the union street and tony read about it in some paper and and it was just like we have to go see her and that's what the that's how the story was told to me please tell me she's heard the song i believe our pal uh his name he's a harmonica player from uh lance or okamas and his name is buzz sundin and he he uh he was doing an interview with thornetta for some for a publication in the Lansing area, and he he mentioned the song and played it for. Her. Nice. So I don't know what her reaction was to it, but <laughs> hopefully it's you know hopefully she doesn't call the cops or something. Not the, <laughs> it's not the only name you drop on the album though. You also drop Julie Andrews on the album at the very end there. What's that all about? Connect? Would you have a connection? I mean, it seems like you would both love Julie Andrews, quite honestly. Um, well, again, going back to that the songwriters group that I'm in. Yeah. Uh, the prompt for one month was the word trap and i was hanging out with christy's dad <laughs> hanging out with christy's, christy's dad who lives down the street from me exactly yes. and literally kind of a smart aleck um really literally a smart aleck and and he said hey why don't you just say you know why don't you use von trap like from the sound of music and i was like why not Brilliant. what the heck so then i spent the next week trying to figure out how to get the word Von Tramp into a song, and I thought, all right, <laughs> yeah. this is how we do it. All right. Are any of the songs we just mentioned appropriate for playing in this setting? Uh, Grace, Dignity, Honesty, I think we could do that. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. David Tag, Christy Lynn Davis, performing yeah. songs from their new album, which is available now, Seven Stars Around the Moon. 
I have to tell you, uh, Grace, the recording of Grace, Dignity, and Honesty was an absolute joy. Um, and 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 a lot of it has to do with Jason Denny just playing a smoking mandolin track on this. It's he's he's amazing. So uh, let's see if let's see if we can knock this one out, Christy. See how my tambourine does. If it's oh boy, if it's killing you, John, we just just give me the. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's not in tune. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, here we go. Uh... Grace, what's it look like? I don't know, but I know when I see it. It's the kind of thing you should not fight because you just can't beat it. Grace will turn the other cheek and still have it turned out for the best. Grace stands in the back, gets the job done instead of beating on its chest. Whoa, Grace, dignity and honesty. Grace, dignity and honesty. Yeah, Grace, dignity and honesty. Dignity, yeah, I wrestle with it every single day. All this fear and frustration, man, it tempts a darker way. And then Dignity says, hey, listen up, your peace will be restored. How many times am I going to tell you, man, the dark has no reward? Oh, grace, dignity, and honesty. Grace, dignity, and honesty. Yeah, grace, dignity, and honesty. Honesty, sure, it's easy most of the time, but if it's gonna throw you in the fryer, it might just stop on a dime. We just want the truth so we can do what's good and right, and then maybe, just maybe, we can all sleep sound tonight. Oh, grace, dignity, and honesty. Grace, dignity, and honesty. Yeah, grace, dignity, and honesty. Well, I'm not a poet, though I hear the pay's okay. There must be a thousand different ways for folks to make it through the day. You want to corner the market, make a real splash in this place? Well, specialize in dignity, honesty, and grace. Two, three, four. Grace, dignity, and honesty. Grace, dignity, and honesty. Yeah, grace, dignity, and honesty. Nicely done. Guys, <laughs> dignity and honesty. Dave Boutet, Christy Lynn Davis from the new CD. And uh, one that it is a joy to listen to, as you mentioned on the CD, Jason's doing some fine work on that one. Seven Stars Around the Moon, the new album, available at Dave's website. And we would like to say available at shows, but there are no shows. So how much is that killing you right now? Oh, man. It's, uh, it's, it's, tough, on our, uh, it's tough on our psyche. It's tough on our chops. Uh, it's, you know, I did do a show uh, in my pal Kenny's backyard. In Ypsilanti this weekend, and and it was a live show, you know, from underneath his tree in his backyard, and then mm. people were out on the street, yeah. uh, and that was that was a real joy. That was, you know, I'll never take that experience for granted again. Mm-hmm. You know, that was an absolute joy playing for the folks. And otherwise, we're kind of just, you know, you know, we've we've been doing this weekly uh, breakfast club cocktail club mm-hmm. thing on Saturdays, mm-hmm. and that's that's helped a lot. You did the ARC thing as well. You did the, we, Arc, the home series. Yes, we did. That was a that was wonderful. We got out of the house. We yeah. were on the ARC stage. Ooh. With no audience, unfortunately. <laughs> no audience except for online, but it felt so good to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the 
There was staff there, though. There mm-hmm. was, you know, we had a crew there, mm-hmm. which was nice. Um, but but we get our energy from the audience. Yeah. We, you know, we fuel each other. And I know I can't wait till we can all be together again. Yes, me too. I'm missing it a lot for sure. And uh, I'm glad we're, we're getting a chance to connect in person this way and talk mm-hmm. about Junior Record for sure. Yes. We've, we pretty much only have ever hung out this way. We've never, like, actually hung out with you otherwise, but... We there, keep saying that we're going to have you over when we're at my parents' house. D- do it. I'm, I can walk <laughs> down the street and join you. But uh, I, know. I, I, I don't know your like social life, but there's a couple of like pretty serious drinking songs on here. <laughs> the the Thornetta song is like you, you get, they, they get drunk and pass up, and then you get the other one you did in Soundcheck. And I think, is Dave a big drinker? Because he sure doesn't seem like a big drinker. Well, so, if you listen to the lyrics of The Wheat and the Rye, which is one of the songs you're referring yes. to, it's a cautionary tale oh, about drinking. Maybe I missed that. It's don't drink too much because you'll pass out. Be- yes, exactly. Beware of the ta- of getting addicted to the tavern life. Yes, exactly. Although I have to say, I do miss the tavern we life. We miss though. the tavern. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do. We miss our friends from the yeah. tavern life. We don't, you know, we don't actually, you know, we don't miss the booze so no. much. We're both lightweights, but. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt about it. We are lightweights. If you visit DaveBoutet.net, you can see something that, uh, I guess I've never really noticed on anybody else's website. It's something unique about yours, but you've got like a, a rotating quote thing going. And I'm, I'm one of the quotes, but you've got like Bill Keith quoted on there from the Trinity House. Peter Matt Ruth is in there. Jamie Susile. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a neat feature. It's usually you go to the website, you see the same thing every time you show up at the website. But this is... Hey, look! Oh, look! It's different than last time I was here. Uh, yeah, that's the brainchild of uh, our our webmaster uh, J. Oscar Bittinger, who is a fabulous musician uh, from Grand Rapids, and then uh, Moonlights as my web guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for including my quote. My, I'm not going to like quote my quote because I don't remember exactly what it said, but I am going to I am going to echo the feeling of Dave and Christie's music is so uplifting, and right now things are so tough. Like we're all going through this really weird and difficult time. And if you need something to lift you up, if you need something to make you feel like the world isn't all that crappy, it's right here. <laughs> this this will do it. This this is the the mood lifter you're going to need. It's music, and that's I'm so grateful that you've made something. Uh, probably partially during a dark time. Uh, when did you finish it during the pandemic, or was it already done? No, it was our project during uh, lockdown because Dave took the month of May off when we were supposed to travel, <sighs> and of course, all that was you know Next. not going to happen. No. So instead, we focused on uh, recording our CD. Yeah, and if you look at the pictures on the inside, people are wearing masks. Yeah, I did notice that. Actually, now that you mentioned that, there's there's definitely some mask wearing going on. Yeah, that's the great thing about uh, you know recording in a, in a in a studio. Oftentimes, everybody's in an isolation booth, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, it it was a little more arduous than usual, but it wasn't totally crazy because you know they do separate you anyway. So. All right. I bet all these songs were already written before the pandemic, though. Is that correct? Correct. Oh, yeah. no, no. One what? of them. Oh, that's called, right. There's one called Date in the Yard. Oh, yeah. And it specifically uh, refers to not being able to go out on a date because we're in lockdown. I, so. did, yeah. I did kind of pick up on that. Yep. Has the positivity that you exhume, exhume, is that the word I mean? <laughs> Exude. That might be the wrong word, too. <laughs> Exude. You, how, how do you keep that? I mean, you... You're a positive force in my life. Whenever I hear from you, I always know that you're, even if it's an email, I can tell you're smiling as you're typing to me. I don't, I don't know how, but I mean, it's just, I wish I had that. I don't have that. I need more of that. Well, Christy and Chris Buhouse will tell you that's not the entire story. Okay. <laughs> you're not always the happy-go-lucky Dave that I've seen. Um, you know, I do, I, do, uh, I do like having a good time. I do like 
being happy more than being sad. And uh, so do I, but I can't <laughs> find my way there. I'm stuck. Uh, I'm definitely a glass half full kind of guy. And but we're very intentional about trying to, to keep our attitudes positive and find things to focus on that we can be grateful for. We're, and we're really intentional about making the music make people feel better by listening to it and making whatever shows, whatever live stream we do, our breakfast club, our cocktail club, we're really hoping to provide a place for community, for connection, and to make people feel like there's hope, you know, we don't, there, and to focus, you can't, you just can't focus completely on everything that's negative, because I can be brought down as probably easier than some people, as easy as a lot of people, so, yeah, we try real hard. <laughs> Well, you got me fooled. I mean, I, as far as I can tell, you're always happy, and, and maybe it's just that you're happy to see me. I doubt it, but uh, I'll, oh, I'll take it. Oh, we are happy to see you. Usually, you know, usually, you know, I would say 99% of the time when we see you, it's a pretty cool situation, so you're getting us at a, you know, you're the getting... best of your best. Yeah. This is where, we, this is our happy place. Oh, yeah, kind this of exactly. Day. This is my yeah. happy place, too. Yeah. I, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I have to mention Grove Studios again, because they've been giving me this opportunity to kind of revive something that I was missing in my life. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, for those of you who don't know, I was a radio host for 14 and a half years and the pandemic uh, ended up having me lose my job. And so one of the, my favorite yeah. things about my job was a Sunday morning program. I got to do and interview artists, both nationally, internationally, and locally, and especially love connecting with the local scene and giving a chance to expose some of this music that's out there that might not otherwise be heard. So I'm, I'm grateful for the friendship that we've, we've built up over the years doing this sort of thing, and I'm grateful for Grove Studios. If you don't know about Grove Studios, please check it out mm -hmm. uh, for giving me a chance to have a, a voice again and be able to expose people. I've got a whole bunch of ideas and people to have come through here, but I wanted to make sure people knew about this new CD, ah. which again is on the camera here. Thank you. And I think about the happy, loving couples that are in the, the local music scene that I'm friends with, and I think about probably my top three favorite. Like, I just love the way you guys love each other. You guys... Jen Cass and Eric Janetsky and Rochelle Clark and Jason Denny are like my three favorite oh. couples of the people that I, I see and just see the way you guys interact and it makes me happy to see you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, we uh, we've done a sh we did a show we did a show in Ohio with Jason and Rochelle oh. and it was it was a love fest. It was total. Love Andy and sure. Rod Caps are pretty great. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. I don't see yeah. them as much, but yeah, I know I know what you mean. They they do have a, a love for each other that is nice to to see on stage. It is. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you guys coming in. Let's do one more song and then we'll uh, we'll release you back into the wild. The new album is Seven Stars Around the Sun or Moon. Sorry, Moon. moon that should be the next one, John. It yeah. could be follow up <laughs> album with the depressing songs from the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, what is the final song for today for today's Grove session? We're going to honor our great state of Michigan Yay. with yeah. the Michigan song. Yay, the Michigan yeah. song. Yeah, you know, back in the day, you know, I think it was Mel Torme and his pal, they wrote they wrote a song for for the holidays that they were just so confident about that it was just it was just going to take over that they just called it the Christmas song. Yeah, and people otherwise know it as chestnuts roasting on a bonfire. Well, yes. we we don't want to be that presumptuous, <laughs> but um, there was no other title that we could come up for this for this song other than the Michigan song, and. Uh, Oh, yeah, let's get this thing First off. Um, uh, and, um, and it's not the Michigan fight song. You no. know, sometimes when people see it on the set list, they're like, oh, you're going to do Hail to the Victors? Uh, That's going to be great. Although we do a version of Hail to the Victors, <laughs> which is pretty cool, I think. But we'll save that for the next time. Another time. Yeah. Okay.
All right. Uh, yeah, so uh, the Michigan song. Um, yeah, I like this song a lot. Thank you so much for having us. This has been an absolute treat. Yeah, absolute mm-hmm. treat, folks. My pleasure. And if anybody, uh, anybody out there has a band that needs a little recording space, rehearsal space, Grove Studios, this place is amazing. Yeah. All right. Okay. All looking good. Sing to my state so fair Home along the water Part anthem and part prayer Home along the pine With a passion of such skill Home along the water Will I fear my words may fail Home along the pine Michigan, Michigan I pledge my heart for free Michigan, Michigan My home eternally Your copper stealing trees Home along the water fought of countless tyranny home along the pine from Detroit to the Keweenaw Bay home along the water will you see the price we pay home along the pine Michigan Michigan, oh let your body mend. Michigan, Michigan, yeah till they come round again. When a call comes in the night, home along the water with a fast buck and an easy ride home along the pine we'll remember your father's way home along the water honest work for honest pay home along the pine michigan michigan Times may test your will Michigan, Michigan May your nerve be strong and still Well, should you go blind with pride Let these words be your guide Home along the pine When you hold yourself above all Home along the water Where you're never too high to fall Home along 
your captain's hand Michigan, Michigan And lead them best you can Michigan, Michigan I pledge my heart for free Michigan, Michigan My home eternally Okay, now when I said earlier that you had the perfect like Michigan, or you had like the Michigan music scene wrapped up in a song, I should have waited till you played that one. <laughs> I mean, that that really embodies the Michigan folk music scene right there. And I, for some strange reason, I was hearing Jeff Daniels covering that in my head. I think he would do Ooh. a mighty fine version of that. Or perhaps you get a chorus of your favorite Michigan singers, mm-hmm. and you regard oh. another version with everybody maybe taking a verse and joining in on the chorus. Oh, I love that idea. That's a super duper idea. It could be like yeah. an extended version of the, uh, like put it out as a single with a B side being this extended version with all your favorite, you know, Aunt Annie and Rod and all the, you know, all your friends. I them. love that idea. Let's get cracking on that, Christy. There you go. There's <laughs> your your free idea for the day, David Ted, Christy Lynn Davis. If you're feeling sad, if you're down right now, if the the pandemic is uh, beating the crowd out of you like it's beating the crap out of me find the cd whether you stream it online is it streamable i mean i have the physical so I... oh yeah oh you got your uh, spotify and all the other itunes stuff. apple yeah. music all that stuff yeah. okay good dave christy thank you so much for the for the joy of, of your company today oh it's been an absolute thank pleasure you, john absolute pleasure thank you so much and thanks for starting up this show hey yes. I, i'm thinking grow studios for that again i'm taking over the uh, the session this week i don't know when i'll be back could be two weeks could be a week i really have no idea but and i'm your hap- youtube playlist for um, on sundays oh, acoustic alternatives yes acoustic I, alternatives that's going to be great to um listen to every week right new, yes a new list every week i'm putting that together since uh, actually since april so yes you guys are part of this most recent week because i knew we were doing this i wanted people to pay attention and i thought i could mention that this was coming up too so this coming week it's a halloween special i've got uh, double the amount of songs and it's all like ghosts and devils and <laughs> things like oh, that you got to hear dave's song called um harvesting brains for Ooh, my zombie army i don't know that one you're gonna want that one. Yeah. Oh, is that the rock and roll one maybe that's that's the one i stumbled yeah, into i think actually. with the electric guitar yes that was it <laughs> and the goggles I he looks yes. like he's a mad scientist <laughs> yes that is it. exactly the one i stumbled into i don't know how i stumbled into it but it's like what is this <laughs> We're sending that song to the band from Ypsilanti called Fangs and Twangs. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, again, thank you so much for being here today, guys. A pretty, really big pleasure to have you here, and good to see you both. Thank That's a you. pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. Keep an eye on the Grove Studios. More to come. Have a great night. Good night.